Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast, where we talk about everything One Direction, from news to album updates to the weird thing Harry did on stage the other night. Talk Direction, by the fans, for the fans. Hey guys, so before the episode starts, I just wanted to make a little announcement. Um, I used to be Normal, which is a boy band fangirl documentary, has seven days left to reach their goal on Kickstarter. And this documentary shows boy band fans in a really positive light that the media doesn't often do. Um, so I'd highly recommend checking out the trailer, and if you can, um, please consider donating. They only have seven days left, and I'd hate to see the project not be able to get completed because of lack of funding. Um, and also, as of today, the actual Backstreet Boys have donated to the project, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and we're not getting paid or sponsored to talk about them, we just really believe in this project and it definitely encapsulates like a lot of what we talk about here in Talk Direction. So um, you can check out their Twitter at, um, at boybandfangirl underscore and um, the links to their Kickstarter and stuff are, are all over our Twitter and I'm sure you can find it if you just google I used to be normal Kickstarter. Um, so yeah, just def definitely check out the trailer. Um, and you know, um, every little bit of donation helps. So even like five dollars, you know, two dollars, whatever you can donate. Um, and if you can't donate, then just spread the word, retweet, reblog. Um, so yeah, thanks. Welcome to episode twenty-one of Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin, and I'm Kara. And this is our 21st episode of Talk Direction. And I don't know if it feels this way to you, but it feels for me like we haven't recorded in so long. Like, because, like, we recorded together was the last time, and that was on Sunday, and now it's actually Wednesday because we're recording later this week. So, like, it's been extra long. It's almost been two weeks, sort of. Yeah. It's like a week and a half. Whatever. It's longer than usual. Yeah, it seems um, weird. I feel like I haven't talked to you in a million years, even though, like, we text, like, all day every day, but that's okay. Yeah, it's not the same. It really um, isn't. But, yeah, so it's nice to record again. And I feel like there's so much has happened also uh, in, in the time between then and now. And this is, like, the actual last episode before we've heard the entire album, which is crazy to think because we've been talking about the album release for so long and we're going to get it, like, in two days, which so is weird. totally crazy. And, like, it's almost... it's Because we're going to get it at midnight on, like, between Thursday and Friday. I mean, I doubt I'll listen to the whole thing, but I might listen to a song mm -hmm. uh, at midnight. But, yeah, so that's just crazy. I'm very excited. Are you excited? Yeah, and, like, I feel like this week has been so crazy that by the time the album comes, I'll just be, like, I've worked for it, and, like, this is, uh, you know, like, this is what I needed in my soul and my life. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be such a nice reward. Not that I've had, mm -hmm. like, a super busy week, but I'm going to be having super busy weeks mm. upcoming. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's, like, a pre-reward for me. Yeah. Um, so, what else? Um... Yeah, so we're going to be making our last comments on the album just before it's released. We don't know exactly, like, what, like, there's not that much you can say because we haven't obviously heard the album and we want to save a lot of our commentary, especially on the songs that we have heard for, like, the big album release day. Um, but yeah, we're going to definitely be talking about that and possibly doing a song analysis too, seeing as how uh, the time goes with the episode length. But um, we do have a history song analysis prepared. So we will see. But let's jump into news first. 
Um, the first thing we want to talk about is a debrief, the debrief article that uh, came out about One Direction. The debrief, for those who don't know, is an online um, like newspaper type thing that's geared towards um, people in their like mid-20s type of thing. We've talked about it in the past. Um, Harry's sister Gemma writes for it. It's usually a really good source for a lot of like feminist things and useful things that like young women should know about their bodies. And I don't know, it's, I, I usually like really like the articles that they put out. Mm-hmm. Um, but unfortunately this one, uh, about One Direction wasn't the greatest thing. And, and you guys can go read it. We're not read about it. We're not going to talk about everything it said because it doesn't have a lot of, um, basis in fact, which we don't like <laughs> to discuss all that type of stuff on this podcast. Yeah. Um, but pretty much what it was saying was that Harry has been showing his support for the LGBTQ plus community only to like fuel rumors and like annoy his bandmates, which just is totally ridiculous because obviously Harry's shown his support like without having to like have a reason behind it, you know, it just, it makes his, if by saying that it makes his actions like so less valid and it's saying he doesn't really support them and it's sort of all a game for him. When, I mean, I think that's absolutely not true. If you see the yeah. way Harry, like, pridefully waves the, you know, rainbow flags and does all this, and he, like, makes an effort to be really conscious about not only these issues, but a ton of other issues, like women's rights and stuff. I know I saw him, like, holding up a pin this past week about ending violence against women. I don't think he's mm-hmm. doing that just for show. Yeah, it just, like, really annoys me because this comment basically just... Um, insinuates that Harry's, like, commodifying the community and just using it for his own personal gain. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's just, like, disgusting. That's, like, a disgusting implication. Like, honestly, this might be worth, like, I don't know if this is, like, what's what's that word called when you, like, um, like, sabotage someone's, like, public relation or public like image slander slander yeah this is basically slander to be honest um I would be absolutely so like peeved if I was Harry um I'm peeved as uh Kara so yeah um but and also Harry's been like um very (coughs) conscious of like his um supporting of the LGBTQ plus community since like like very young like I remember seeing um, images of him, like, wearing a shirt that says love is equal, like, when he was on the X Factor, so I don't think that he was, like, using that as, like, an excuse to annoy people or, like, fuel rumors, like, it's just, like, ridiculous that this is even, like, it was very just obvious clickbait and just they wanted, like, readers and they just wanted, like, um, attention and just, like, a controversy and, I mean, they got it, but, like, for disgusting reasons. Yeah, and it was nice to see the fandom really, like, going against this, saying that this is a ridiculous article, you know, there's always gonna, like, the fandom's always gonna, you know, stick up for what they believe in and say that this is completely untrue, you're making Harry look like an idiot, and you're, well, not, you're trying to make Harry look like an idiot, but you're actually the ones looking like an idiot, you Yeah. Know? Um, and then Gemma, Harry's sister, I mean, we can't, like say for sure but we're pretty sure she like subtweeted (laughs) this article pretty much because she on the same day that this article was released and there was all this like fandom like going being really upset about it uh Gemma tweeted a photo of Harry singing on stage that I think she probably took during the last show um or one that she had of him singing and she captioned it with all the different um, heart emojis in, like, the rainbow order. And I think that just sim- showed that, like, no, Harry does support this community. It's not 
it's not a joke to him. It's not a game. Like, you yeah. Know. So and also, I that was um, good of her. yeah. And also, I don't know if you realize this, but the picture was, I think, must have been during you and I because there was a bunch of people who had like um, rainbow lights on their phones. So, oh, um, I didn't see. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that just like kind of proves that like at least Gemma and probably Harry know that fans are um, were attempting to do like the rainbow um, stadium type thing during you and I. So, like, the fact that mm-hmm. they noticed that and, like, made an effort to, like, that she chose that photo in particular to post, like, it was pretty, like, clear that, like, yeah. I thought that was, like, awesome. Yeah, I'm really glad she, because, like, it also must be tough for her because that's a, that's a, the paper thing that she writes for. So, yeah, it's hard exactly. to be on that side of things when, you know, they're talking so negatively about your brother, but you work for them. That's, I just, like, oh. do not understand, like, the mindset that, um, the debrief had in publishing that. Like, why would you want to sever ties with Gemma? Like, not only no does she, like, write great articles and stuff, but, like, she's good, like, publicity for them and just, like, all yeah. that. So, like, I don't know why they did that. Um, it was just ridiculous and just, like, rude. Yeah, so gross. So. Yeah. Ew, ew, ew. Let's yeah, move on to a nice, <laughs> nice magazine uh, article print that happened. Um, One Direction was on the cover of Fabulous magazine, um, and they have group covers and then individual covers, like collector's editions of each of the boys. Um, and the cover, I don't know what what's going on, but like Harry's making like a growly face to the camera. I, I don't know if you've seen that bigger. I can make this picture bigger. But um, he's like growling, and then Liam's not looking at the camera, and then Niall <laughs> and Louis are looking at the camera, but it's very odd. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant, like, Harry's making a growly face on his individual. I'm like, he's clearly grinning, like, there's no tomorrow. <laughs> no, like, no. <laughs> no yeah. on the uh, group photo one. Um, oh, yeah. But I thought that was funny. And then the individual ones, um, I thought it was very interesting. Harry is, like, wearing his little... Oh, I, I forget. I looked up what, um, like, I've read somewhere what, like, brand it was. I think it might be a Gucci hat. I'm not sure. Mm. Like, a little, like, golf-looking Gucci hat or something. And then... It looks like a beret, um, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, beret. And he's, like, just smiling, his hair's all curly, like, he just looks like an absolute doll. And then the three photos, <coughs> like, the individual photos of Niall, Liam, and um, Louis are all just, like, these sexy shots. And then, like, <laughs> Harry's just, like, just smiling. <laughs> so I thought that was an interesting contrast. Um, yeah, it definitely is. Like, Harry looks like he just got home from buying, like, some fresh bread and some, like, jam <laughs> from, like, like the French bakery down the street and just, like, is, like, hiding them behind his back and he's going to surprise <laughs> you with them. Um, also, yeah. I really love that Harry's wearing his um, silver glittery boots that he wore in his Drag Me Down music video because I'm really happy he brought those back. Um, yeah, in the group shot, you can see those. Um, yeah, it's yes. it's great. And also, I just love his ridiculous, like, growly face, because I think he, he really doesn't take his self, his self too seriously, and I love it. Yeah, because I can't picture, even if Harry goes solo, like, I really want to know how he's going to do, like, those moody shots, because he's just someone who's totally not about, like, I feel like he's not into, like, looking good and looking hot and like modely type stuff you know <laughs> which you can kind of see from both of these pictures um <laughs> yeah but it'll be interesting like to to see how that goes <laughs> as mm-hmm. his career continues on because mm-hmm. I know even I would feel like totally awkward I would never want like model shots I'd be like no this isn't me like let me just smile at the camera mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, they those covers look nice. Yeah, can um, we talk then, about the um, little like the little like what's it called the little headers on each of them for like yeah. Niles? It says. Um, I'll get a tattoo to remind me of the boys. And I feel like he's been saying this for a while, but I feel like this could end up being true because, like, of their break and stuff. So I could see this, like, maybe coming to, um, fruition, but let us see. Yeah, there's a part, um, of the article inside where Niall's actually talking about this. And, um, they were saying about how he doesn't have any tattoos. And Niall said, I'm definitely doing something about that. Because when we're apart, I know I'm going to miss them. All mm. the lads have got this weird tattoo of a Phillips screwdriver on their ankle, on their ankles. I'd like to say it means something deep, but it's just a tattoo everyone likes. I'm going to brand myself with that one, and it will remind me of the lads so they'll be with me where, where I go. Which, Stop. That's just so sweet. And it's so weird because he definitely has been adamantly, like, even against getting the screwdriver because he just didn't want it, but... It's like he's, like, going to miss his boys and he wants something to remember them by. Yeah, that's so sweet. Very nice. Um, and then also in the article, um, who is this that said that? Um, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is Niall again talking about what he's going to do on the break. And he said... Mm-hmm. I spent the past few years of my life in planes and on tour buses, and I've been through countries I've really loved, but I haven't had the chance to really see. I want to go back to Australia and definitely Thailand. With with the band, we stayed at luxury hotels, but I want to see these countries like any lad my age, just staying in hostels and that sort of thing. I don't want to stay at Four Seasons. I've done that. I want something else. I did think about dyeing my hair brown so I wouldn't get recognized, but I genuinely believe if I'm on my own with my mates from home, no one will give me a second look. Um, which I thought that was really interesting. He just wants to do, you know, what people sort of in his age group are doing when they when they go abroad or go traveling. Yeah. Um, I could definitely I what... see him doing this, like going through hostels and just like kind of just like making friends with a bunch of different like random people. I think that's like what I could definitely see Niall doing this, like, and I hope he gets a chance to, because I think it'd yeah, be so fun. Yeah, and I hope fun. he, I hope he is able to go incognito, sort of, and not get bugged, um, by, like, anyone, even though obviously yeah. he won't be completely, but I feel like if anyone, he could probably do it, you know? Yeah. Um, but I hope that works out, and I know, like, especially after hearing that, like, half-hour interview with his friends, that, or with his friend who's, like, an interviewer, Owen, or whatever mm-hmm. his name was, mm-hmm. <laughs> um... Uh, it definitely sounds like um, he's just so normal and just wants to, like, he has friends and wants to go traveling with them. And it's just, he seemed just so normal. I know. Um, so I want to go traveling yeah. with Niall and just go into some hostels and just have, a, have an adventure. It'd be so fun. And then he would pay for it so that we didn't have to, like, save money, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but and then lastly, I mean, they talked about a lot of the stuff in the article and you can you can find it online. Um but a lot of it we've heard before. So the last thing, mm-hmm. even though we've talked about this, is Louis just sort of saying he doesn't have any plans for Telly other than the X Factor. And he loves being part of that with Simon and, like, getting to work with that. Um, so we'll just keep seeing how that plays out. But we had earlier talked about him possibly doing, um, I think, America's Got Talent, being a judge for that. And I don't think mm-hmm. that's in the works. I think it's just mm-hmm. mostly him looking at X Factor. Again, nothing's confirmed, though. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, then there was an article in the Rolling Stone magazine with Julian Bonetta, who is a songwriter who's worked with One Direction um, 
for I think four albums now. I think um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh and we had two listeners write in about this um article. First, Lucia um Oberstay. Oh, have we figured out how to say or Lucia, right? Lucia? Mm-hmm. Oberstay, oh, maybe not. I don't know. You should write in how to pronounce um, last names because name pronunciation is important, and I don't want to get it yeah. wrong for anyone. Yeah. Um. So she suggested this article, and then another listener, um, at S N Renz on Twitter, um, said that this article actually sounds like they're quoting us, which I thought was really funny and nice. Yeah, I love a nice that compliment because we do like this article um, a lot. Again, there's more than what we're going to talk about, but you can go find it online. Um, the first thing was Julian was talking about songwriting um, with the boys, and uh, he was talking about how, you know, songwriting, although we might try to find meaning and try to f- discover what the song means and, like, try to figure out what it meant to each of the boys, it sometimes is more about, like, an emotion that mm. might mean different things to different people. So, like, maybe we all feel sadness, but for different reasons. Mm. So he he said, one might be heartbreak, one might be the loss of a family member, one might be the loss of a dog. We're all simultaneously <laughs> experiencing a lot of the same emotions together, like a new girlfriend or a new adventure or a new house or confusion. There are so many emotions, and we're all experiencing them. Which I thought was really interesting. Like, yeah. You know? That just, like, raises, like, so many, like, cool, like, philosophical, like, questions, like, or just, like, thoughts that, like, it's so weird because there's, like, a pretty, um, I don't know, minimal, not minimal, but, like, you know, a a range of human emotion and, like, we all feel the same feelings but, like, at different times and, like, for different reasons and it's just so crazy to think about because, like, you always think, like, I'm the only one in the world, like, feeling this right now but, like, chances Mm -hmm. are you're not. Also, the loss of the dog made me think of, like, um... I wonder if maybe, um, like, Liam's, like, missing his dogs because, or his dog that he used to have with his ex-girlfriend, um, yeah, Danielle. that's what I've, yeah, I've definitely yeah. thought about those types of things. And, like, that's why, like, like, I'm so nervous about dating someone with a dog because, like, once you break up, like, do you get to see the dog again? Like, that's, that's my real <laughs> issue here. Like, I'm honestly been panicking over this for, like, my entire life. That's why you have to date people who don't have dogs. And then, but then, like, I don't get know. to see a dog. <laughs> okay, well, you have your own dog, so um, <laughs> you can borrow Riley, my dog. Thanks. Um, what was I going to say? But yeah, so now we have to go, when we analyze these song lyrics, we have to be like, could this one be about Liam's dog? Like, yes. this one? <laughs> like, who knows? But now it just gives us another layer to, like, experiment with song meaning, you know? Yeah. And also then this, like, makes it maybe more applicable to people because, you know, like, maybe I don't relate to, like, a love song, but I could relate to a song about a dog, so, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so then the next thing that Julian talked about was, this was the part I think um, I was most happy about, um, yes. was when uh, the interviewer said the fan base, their fan base, One Direction's fan base, is largely teenage girls, and people don't always want to validate music that wa- young women enjoy, which props to Rolling Stone um, for, like, asking this question, because this is an awesome question and, like, an mm-hmm. awesome point to point out. And we, like, pointed out a lot on this podcast, but, like, Rolling Stone is obviously a huge publication, so um, that's really cool that they talked about this. Yes. Um, and Julian said... 
Yeah, again, why is that? Why would people not approve of what young women enjoy? Why would people not want young women to be happy and dancing and smiling? Who are the people that say whatever all these young girls are enjoying and living and dancing to, which is effing light of the world, who is the person who says that it's not cool? Who is that person? Who is that voice? What a bleep that voice is. (laughs) Why would you want to squash someone's effing smile? So (laughs) he was obviously... Um, very, he, he very much in like the same sort of thinking that we are in. Like, if it makes mm-hmm. you happy, then like, why not? And like, who yeah. says like, you know, teenage girls opinions aren't valid. You know, why would you want to make someone upset when it's making them happy? And it's like, and it genuinely not only makes you happy in the moment, but really changes people's lives for the better. I know. Thing. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I love how passionate you can just like, literally like hear the passion from his mm-hmm. words. And it just makes me so happy that this type of, like, genuine person is someone who's writing with One Direction because I think this is just, like, the type of person in general who, like, is is awesome. And, like, I love that, like, he works with One Direction. It's awesome. And I love that, like, they always, like, refer to him as Jesus because, like, he has, like, long hair. And I feel like he truly <laughs> really is, like, the Jesus that, like, the pop world needed. And yes. so shout out to Julian. <laughs> yeah thanks Julian Mm -hmm. um and then the last thing I thought was really just kind of fun that tied up the article was the um the interviewer asked do you think this is their best album and then Julian said of course not the best is yet to come uh which I just thought was like a nice way to close the article and again remind us that One Direction isn't over after after this album there's more to come and there's even Mm -hmm. better things to come you know Mm mm-hmm um, which I liked. Um, okay, and then this, like, this isn't um, super big news, I guess. I don't know how much weight this has in the actual Grammys, but One Direction has submitted, have has had different submissions for the Grammys. So it doesn't mean they're nominated yet, but it's, like, sort of a first stage into getting nominated. Mm. Um So they have been submitted for Album of the Year for four, Record of the Year for Drag Me Down, Song of the Year for Drag Me Down, um, Best Pop Duo Group Performance for Drag Me Down, Best Pop Vocal Album for four. Um, And the nominations are going to be announced on December 7th. Um, So what do you think about this? I don't know. Do you know if any of the past albums have been submitted for Grammys or is this the first one? I honestly don't think they have been because I just... I don't think they have been even, like, submitted to this stage, so I think, mm-hmm. or, yeah, this stage in the process, so I think this is, like, a big deal, because, like, a lot of people were freaking out about it, which is, like, rightfully so, because, like, this is awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised that Drag Me Down was eligible, because I always think that, like, um, gr- like the Grammys are, like, a year behind, sort of, in music, and, like, they always, like, end up doing, like, later, like, past music, like, but um, it's awesome that it is eligible, and that, like, it was it's like submitted for like all these different things and I could definitely see like it doing well and like for doing well because it is a, like a great album and drag me down like is a strong song so mm-hmm. I hope they get a nomination like that would be cool yeah just to have a nomination and like then they get to go to the Grammys and we get to mm-hmm. see that and watch them and stuff yeah um, I don't know I, like... I don't know what sorry go ahead oh no no you go ahead like I don't know what albums they're going to be competing against yeah um, but I mean still that's it's still pretty cool that they they're getting submissions you know yeah even if they're just nominated and don't win like it's still awesome to like ring out this era with that Mm -hmm, um but I was just gonna say like um my first thought when I saw this was like how does Zane feel because he's on for 
So, like, is he, like, sort of being like, oh, man, like, why couldn't I just wait until I got that Grammy nom or whatever? Um, Mm -hmm. But would he still go then? Because he is a part of it. Oh, man. I mean, not drag me down, but four. Yeah, I don't know. I could not see that happening. Like, Mm -hmm. um, that would be the ultimate plot twist if they just showed up as five. But I'm not sure. That would be weird. Mm. Um, I wonder... Or if they'll, like, even play at the Grammys. When do the Grammys happen? February, I think? Yeah. Yeah. I just want to have them perform or go or something. They need I know. Just perform at every single award show from now until um, whenever they take a break because I need it. Like, I don't even care if it's, like, like ping pong awards. Like, go to it and perform. (laughs) Yes. Speaking of awards and live shows, um, this Thursday, November 12th, or tomorrow, um, One Direction will be doing a BBC Radio 1 Live Lounge, which they've never done. And I watch the BBC Radio 1 Live Lounges because they are such awesome performances. If you go just, like, Google them, pretty much every artist has done it. Usually they do their own songs, but do them, like, sort of stripped back or a different version and they the best part is they cover other artists songs and like so you'll see like Ed Sheeran covering Sam Smith or like Hozier Hozier covering Ed Sheeran like all this really cool stuff where you get to hear um just see like what other artists like who they're looking to for inspiration and what songs they like um so like live lounges are so cool I'm Um, so pumped it took five years but we're here and (laughs) it's gonna be great yeah, I wonder why it took so long. I don't know. Like, yeah, because, like, they always cause... do stuff with BBC, like, Radio 1, so just so weird mm-hmm. that, like, they didn't do this. Yeah, maybe because, like, it's definitely a higher pressure because it is very live and there isn't an audience. I know they used to do, like, radio tours and stuff, but this is maybe a bit more substantial. Yeah. I'm not sure. Um, but they're going to be doing six songs, um, and they're going to sort of be, like, stripped, fat, stripped back versions of the songs, which I'm obviously really excited about. And then they're going to be doing one cover, and it's sort of a surprise at this point. So we don't know what song they're covering. Um, I saw people saying, oh, they should go back and cover Torn, which was the song that they sung at Judges' Houses on X Factor. Aww. Or, like, go cover a song that they have sung before. But I think it would be cool to see a new one. Yeah. Are there any, are there any songs that you would want to hear covered? Um, I'm not sure, but I saw on Twitter someone, like, recommending to, like, for them to sing a song from James Bay, and I could definitely see that being, like, so beautiful, especially with, like, Harry's, um, like, range and tonality, so, um, but, like, honestly, any cover they do would be awesome. Yeah, I'd love to hear Ed Sheeran, just because I would know the song, and, like, I'm Mm -hmm. in love with every Ed Sheeran song ever, and Mm -hmm. I really want to hear Harry sing Ed Sheeran, (laughs) but... (laughs) Uh, I'm just excited that there's going to be a cover. I think yeah, so cool. I wish there was Ooh, more. It was like three Adele. covers. Yeah, oh my god, too. that might. I don't know. I feel like no one should ever cover Adele. <laughs> Adele should cover Adele. That's about it. Yeah, um, but yeah, I wish there were more covers too. Although six songs, and this is happening tomorrow. So are there going to be songs that you and I haven't listened to? Because both Kara and I haven't listened to the album at like yet except for the song some of the songs that have been released we haven't even listened to um what a feeling which came out today because we just want to save it for the release date but does yeah. this mean we're gonna are you gonna listen to the live lounge and hear the songs like that first or what um i don't know when it's happening because i think i'm pretty much in class from 
like all day tomorrow so I might just like wait until it's done and then like like once they say like what songs they sing um so I don't get like mm-hmm. sprung like a new song that I don't want to like listen to yet on me yeah um I think that's what I'm gonna do yeah I could see us I think they're gonna probably do perfect maybe drag me down yeah what what else end of the day they might do some of the ones that they've released already but six means there's probably gonna be uh, a new one yeah, I wonder if they're going to do any from 4. Do you think they would? Or no, just, like, all from the new album? Hmm, maybe. Maybe they are. Maybe they'll do some old songs. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just because, like, of, I'm... sort of just want to see new ones because we've mm. heard a lot of the old ones live. But yeah. I could see them doing, like, I don't know, sticking some 4 ones on. Which one Wait, would we... you think? From, oh, man, I don't know. I feel like, um, I mean, I don't know how Girl Almighty would sound, like, stripped back. But, like, to be honest, I think it would be cool. That would um, be cool. I don't know. Any or slow song. version, no control, like acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be cool. Um, I forget what I was going to say, but I think, yeah, I'm just excited in general. That's all I have to say. Yes, me too. It's going to be good. Um, okay, and then this Sunday, November 15th, um, One Direction is going to be on the X Factor. Um, I'm assuming they're just performing on Sunday, which is the sort of results episode Saturday they have like the singing and then Sunday's the results um before the results are announced they usually have like two performers come Ellie Golding's come um some other people have come (laughs) I can't list them off the top of my head right now but One Direction's gonna be singing and I wonder again what song they'll sing I I I'd rather it be Drag Me Down over Perfect if they're choosing between those two but we'll see Mm-hmm. Um, that's exciting because I watch X Factor. Um, so yeah, tweet me if you guys are watching X Factor. Mm-hmm. Um, but then on November 16th, um, One Direction is going to be on the radio with Nick Grimshaw. Um, and I know he has a hashtag going around that's like 1D on Grimmy, I think it is. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You can go look on his Twitter. And people are writing in questions for him to ask that One Direction have never been asked before. But we always know they've pretty much been asked every question. Um, yeah, I swear. Like, I really hope he, like, does stick with that and um, yeah. tries to find some new questions. Did you see the, like, suggestions that Harry gave Nick to, like, shake up yes. this interview? <laughs> yeah, do you want to say that? <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't have the, like, exact quote with me. But um, Nick was, like, talking, I think, probably on the radio and, like, saying, like, he asked Harry for, like, some suggestions how to, like, make this interview more interesting. And his two suggestions were to interview them upside down and to interview them in a library. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even understand that. Like, in a library, you'd have to whisper upside down. You'd probably get all the blood to your head. Like... Yeah. <laughs> One of them would, like, pass out and then, like, I don't know. Like, what, I, just his mind. I would love to live in Harry's mind for a day. <laughs> That's so ridiculous. <laughs> well, hopefully this will be good. I kind of, I know, like, maybe it might be more jokey, but, like, I really want an interviewer to ask some serious, hard-hitting questions about their songwriting and stuff. Like, I really care about that type of thing. I don't want any stupid questions. That's all I ask for. I mean, either they can be silly or, like, serious but I don't want like stupid questions about stupid things that no one cares about you know yeah I want like stupid good questions not stupid stupid questions yeah so, <laughs> we're yeah. so clear I know just it's amazing but it's I incredible. feel like everyone gets it you know yeah 
Um, um, yeah. Because I feel like there's sometimes, like, stupid questions that, like, okay, whatever. Yeah, we've already went over this. Okay, anyway, moving on. <laughs> okay, and then One Direction will be on Ellen uh, on November 18th. That's when it'll be airing, but it's going to be filming, being filmed a couple days before that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's good. I don't know how long they'll be on Ellen. It, it always seems like you're like, yes, they're going to be on Ellen or they're going to be on like this show. And then it's like for five seconds. Um, yeah. Just sad. I wonder if they're going to be playing. Maybe. Maybe they're playing and and interviewing. I don't know. I didn't do my research well enough, clearly. <laughs> um, uh, and then on November 19th, they're going to be on Jimmy Kimmel. And then on November 21st, they're going to be on the Jonathan Ross show, which is that um, Ireland, an Irish talk show or a British talk show? I'm not completely sure. I know the last interview that they did with him was really great, though. So I'm excited for them to be back on that show. And then then they'll be performing on November 22nd at the American Music Awards which will be um, on the television, so we can all watch that live, except for... Wait, is the 22nd... We're, are we going to be home by then? No, we're not. That's no, Sunday. unfortunately. Oh, well, we'll probably, like, be connecting to some really crappy, like, live streams or something, which will be sad. Or just wait for the performances to be aired on YouTube. Yeah, I'll probably just, like, sneak in, take over the TV at my lounge in my dorm, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, that too. I think I think <laughs> I'm able, I have a sling box thing where you can connect, but half the time it doesn't work, so. A what box? A sling box. <laughs> oh, like oh, yeah, okay. A way to connect to the, your televisions at home by mm. your computer. Oh, yeah. dang, I should get that. Yeah, so we'll see if that works. Also, I'm really sad that they're not going on Jimmy Fallon. That's my two cents in this I know. discussion. I love Jimmy Fallon. Yeah, and he's great. He was the best. And he loves One Direction, so. Yeah. Um, like, he always talks about them. And, mm-hmm. um, like, I remember, was it last year that he, they were on his show? Like, and we were all so excited. But then they were on for, mm-hmm. like, straight up, like, two minutes. And I just need, like, him to do, like, a pull a James Corden and interview them oh for the entire God. show. Yeah. Like that's Best what I that would be my yet dream. Was with James Corden because it was the whole entire show. Yeah, like, and like we no like no one was expecting that because we all like yeah. just assumed the worst. And we're like, okay, it's gonna be like a nice thirty second like segment, yeah. but then it was like literally like an hour, and it was beautiful. Yeah, that was the best thing that has ever happened. So. <laughs> Very true. The dodgeball. The dodgeball was great. Maybe this will be, we're going to discuss that interview on one of the episodes during the break. Yes. <laughs> that was such a good interview. Oh, I just um, realized, okay, Nick Grimshaw, I really want, like, if you're listening right now, um, even if you're not, I'm going to send you some vibes. Please ask Harry what the fresh hell his freaking thigh tattoo is because <laughs> we have waited long enough and this is, I'm just over it. I just need to know. I know. And for me, like, I go back and forth. I'm like, okay, it's definitely a panther. Like, that's what it is. And then you yeah. see another photo and you're like, no, it's a rose. No, it's a monkey knot. Like, what? Yeah. What? I feel like and he's fact- not going to tell us, though. I don't think he ever will because I remember, like, right after he got it, like, James Corden, like, asked him. But then he was, like, joking about it and, like, didn't respond or whatever. I think he just yeah. likes the intrigue that he brings. Um, yeah. But whatever, Harry. I think... Whatever, whatever. I'll get over it one day. Maybe not. I'll be on my deathbed. Like, God damn it, I'm Harry. Sure why can you tell gonna me? Get, we're going to get another picture at some point in the next 10 years ten of him years. in some shorter shorts, and we'll get to find out, you know? Yeah. Let's just all hope and pray. Yeah. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm, there's probably going to be more uh, interviewee type stuff announced. I know they're going to be performing at a music award show, I think in Mexico. Um, oh, cool. But there's going to be other stuff going on as well. So we'll, we'll try to keep you guys updated on that. Um, but let's move into our sort of last conversation about Made in the AM before it actually comes out which is weird to say, but now we have listened to six out of the 17 songs that are on the album. Um, And then they have these two bonus videos, I think both from the iTunes Music Festival. I'm not really sure. Um, But yeah, we've heard six songs. Uh, And then this past week, we've heard uh, new songs come out, including History, End of the Day, Love You Goodbye, and then today, actually, What a Feeling came out, um, but Karen and I both didn't listen to it. Um, but a lot of these songs, actually all the ones that have come out, History, End of the Day, and What a Feeling, both Liam and Louie wrote on, along with, um, other songwriters who work with One Direction. And then Love You, Goodbye, Louie was the only member of One Direction who wrote on it. Um, Mm -hmm. and for End of the Day, Louie was saying that he was really proud of this one because he put his own experience and emotion into it and, like, really felt like he was drawing from his own, like, personal experience and he felt like he contributed a lot. So... Um, that's one of his favorites. And then Liam was saying that What a Feeling was one of his favorite tracks. Um, but yeah, we decided not to listen to that because we wanted to hold off for the album release. It's hard to like, know because I know I don't want to listen to them even on the day it comes out. Like, I don't want to listen to them like in a row all at once, you know? Oh my God. um, I don't know if I'll be able to do that. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I like to spread them out. Yeah. um, Like throughout the day. And uh, so we'll see. Um, but what do you think now that we've heard these new songs? Like, what are your what are you thinking about the album compared to like what we've said before? As we hear, as we heard, like "Drag Me Down" and "Perfect," we definitely had like one sort of sense of the album. Not really sure what it would be like, but now we've heard a couple more songs that might have like a different sound to them. So, mm. what are you feeling about the album right now? I feel like. Um... I think it's more cohesive than I initially, like, maybe expected it to be, just because in the past, like, um, One Direction's albums more have been about them, like, trying to find their sound and, like, trying a bunch of different type of things, but I feel like this is more, like, like all one type of sound, which is good, and I think it makes for a um, more cohesive and, like, better album in general. Mm-hmm. It'll definitely be interesting to listen to <laughs> the song like, all the way, I mean, the album all the way through, and, like, see how the cohesion works together. I always, like, when I'm first, like, getting into an album, I really don't like to shuffle it. I like to listen in order again and again, so that I can hear, like, the progression, how the artist intended it to be, Hmm. Um, and then eventually it'll go on shuffle, but um, I definitely think it'll be interesting, because I do hear the cohesion, especially with, like, the songs that we've heard um, this past week. There's definitely um, a sound that I hear that sounds very, like, familiar and, um, yeah, cohesive. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, I agree. And how do you think the sound of the album, just in terms of, like, drag me down and sort of perfect, like, we thought maybe... I, I feel like if you compare, like, although there's cohesion, if you take two songs, they might not seem the most cohesive. Yeah. So, like, how do you think the new songs compare to, like, the uh, the first singles that we've heard? Yeah, it's really interesting, because if you compare, like, Perfect to, like, History, like, those are two, so- like, very distinct, like, distinctly different songs. Um, 
But I think, like, in, like, the whole mix of everything, even though we only have, like, what, we listen to, like, five songs, six songs, um, Mm -hmm. I think even that makes it work. And I think it's, like, um, I don't know. I don't think it's bad to have, like, a mix while keeping it cohesive, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I agree. I think a mix can be good. Um, In the past, that's what they've done. I mean, Midnight Memories and Four were very much mixtures. Um, Yeah. And it, it sort of was poppy and folky and it had both those spectrums and I'm definitely feeling sort of similar vibes from this but maybe maybe more a cohesive type of thing because for me a lot of the songs that we've heard this week history end of the day love you goodbye they definitely have a folky feel in a lot of the non-chorus parts Mm. but then in the chorus parts you sort of get more of a pop poppy like classical not not i'm uh, not classical rock i don't know more pop more like the more like perfect drag me down type vibes yeah so it's a bit more of a mixture but then sometimes when it's not the course it's like totally pulled back in various strips and very folky yeah um, which i tend to love that type of sound more but i think it's interesting how they're sort of mixing the two in uh in these types of songs which i think adds to the you know togetherness of the album yeah, and I think that's, like, a way, like, the way that a lot of pop music is going now. It's, like, becoming more of a mix of, um, like, different genres, not just being, like, bubblegum pop. I mean, there's still, like, bubblegum pop, and I love that. Um, don't get me wrong, mm-hmm. but I think it's, like, interesting that it's, like, becoming more melded. And also, I n- know even country is becoming different. Like, um, I don't listen to a bunch of country, but I know that, like, from when my friends show me songs, it's very, like, pop and country. It's not, like, just, like, twang and, and, like, singing about trucks. I mean, they love their trucks still, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's still, like, a mixture, and I think that's, like, the way, like, maybe the entire music industry is going. Um, I also had another point, but I really don't remember what it was, so... Oh, yeah, um, for Perfect, I think it's interesting that you were saying how, like, um... A lot of the songs that we heard this week were pop during the chorus and then more folksy during like the the verses but I think for perfect it's like the complete opposite which is interesting because um like we talked about for the um the verses like it's very like old school one direction pop and then like the chorus is more like new school one direction and like um like alternative slash um I don't even know like what like I don't know. I'm never good with genres, so I'm just going to stop throwing adjectives <laughs> out there. Like, more like rocky, poppy type, I don't know, type thing in the chorus of Perfect. Yeah, like you'd think rocky. we'd have by now, like, looked into genres and, like, had this, like... We need like... to get, like, a musical person on this show because mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the way we describe the music of things is all very colloqui- colloquial. Is that the word? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I was going to comment on your um, thing about pop music sort of blending into other genres and I was Mm -hmm. thinking of some of like the big pop albums that have come out recently like if you look at 1989 with Taylor Swift it's very like like electronic-y pop and then compare that to the Little Mix album that just came out which is more like R&B pop like they're all pop but like One Direction, Little Mix and Taylor Swift it's not the same type of pop you know yeah it's very different which so I really like um that point that you made um Mm -hmm. so yeah uh what has been your favorite song so far do you think and could that be your favorite of the album does it have potential to possibly without hearing the other songs could you possibly say it's going to be one of your favorites of the album oh man oh man this is always like (laughs) a hard gamble to play um Mm -hmm. 
I feel like Drag Me Down is still, I really love it. Um, mm-hmm. I also really do love history, and I think it really just gets stuck in your head in, like, a good way, and you don't mind it. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I also really do like End of the Day, but I think for now, I think history and Drag Me Down remain at my top, um, tier. Yeah, Drag Me Down's just totally, totally a jam song. Mm-hmm. History is incredible. I totally love it. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm really loving End of the Day and Love You Goodbye, too. I'll, I don't know. But I would, I would definitely say I've been, when I have been shuffling, like, the six songs I've heard, a lot of times I've skipped over Infinity and Perfect, which, mm. I mean, uh, kind of sad. But, I mean, also we've heard those ones more. But, yeah. Um, I think... I think definitely some of these newer ones are my favorites so far. I don't know if I'd say they're my favorites of the album, like without like seeing the rest of the album. Yeah. But I think I think Drag Me Down will always be a favorite history. I mean, it's just such a nice sound. It's like one I of those agree. songs that you hear and you just really like. Yeah. Um, like immediately off so, the bat. Yeah. Exactly. Um so also with going into listening to the album, only two more days left that we have to wait. How do you think you're going to listen to the album? Like what's your album listening style? Um, I know someone wrote in, uh, it was Patty or P house 1964 who wrote in saying um, that like we should sit down and like listen to the album all the way through, like in just like sort of focus on that. And, you know, I don't know if she meant, like, the first time we listen, but at some point, which I'd love mm-hmm. to do. But, like, what's your style for listening? Um, so, I think, like, even just this time around, like, it's it's much more different than my usual, like, One Direction um, album consumption, I guess. Because <laughs> I've never been one to, like, pace it out. Um, and I'll just, like, kind of just listen to all of them at once as, like, soon as they come out. Um, Mm -hmm. But I've actually been really, really liking just not listening to any previews and just listening to the full song when it comes out and just, like, pacing them and even, like, saving ones that, like, we didn't listen to. What did we not listen to? Um, What a feeling. And I've been liking Mm -hmm. just, like, kind of spacing it out because then it gives you something to, like, look forward to. And then you get to really, like, um, really, like, feel the vibe of that song and, like, see if you actually like it by, like, repeating it. And, like, when you have, like, one song a day, then you get to, like, really, like, listen to it on repeat and like actually like understand like how you feel about it um within like like um compared to when you listen to an entire album at once you kind of just like everything's like so overwhelming and like sometimes you don't even want to listen to the whole entire like entire song because you want to like listen to the next one so um Mm -hmm. I remember that being a big problem like especially with four I think I'd like listen to like half a song and be like oh my god like time for the next one like even though I I loved that I just like wanted to get it all over with like and just like hear all Mm -hmm. of them at once but um I think that maybe I'll try go try try going by like your style and like really pace it out. So like you should tell me like when you're listening to what, so then like I can like really okay. like space it out. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that'd be really fun actually because I really like just listening to like one song on repeat and just like actually like, getting a feel for it. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know if I'm gonna listen to all of them in in one day. I know obviously mm-hmm. I have to listen to them by like Monday so that we can record and well actually more by Sunday so I can like plan the episode yeah <laughs> but um and, like I definitely want to space them out over you know Thursday night I'll have some after midnight and then Friday throughout the day and then maybe save some for Saturday as well uh just because like I love 
really like like you said like getting to sort of dedicate yourself for a period of time to that one song and listen to it on repeat and listen for the lyrics listen for the music listen for each of the boys like you get to hear it in so many ways and it like I don't know you sort of go more in depth that way I guess yeah um but also there's obviously something to be said by sort of just like binging on all the songs at once which can be exciting yeah it really is exciting and also um do you like to listen to it like with friends or you like to listen to it like alone like what's your type of style I definitely like to listen alone I Mm -hmm. like to have my headphones in or I like I was saying this to Kara when she we were texting about we've been like okay are we gonna listen to love you goodbye like should we because we sort of want to stay on track with who's listened to what songs Mm -hmm. um but I'm like I'm about to get ready and like do my makeup I think I'm gonna listen so like I really really I love listening to music when I get ready Um, but like listening to a new song, if no one else is in the room, then I can really focus on that or like putting in my headphones and just like listening to a song, making sure that no one's going to distract me. Cause like it really ruins a song when something like you have to pause it in the middle of it and like talk to someone and then like go back and like try to get back into it. So I definitely like, like quiet, uh, whatever. It might be interesting though, like if you and I were to listen to a song at the same mm-hmm. time, because like we obviously both care about it the same amount and we yeah. be interrupting each other. Yeah. Um, but I don't, we've never been together for an album release, which is weird. Um, yeah, that is weird. Yeah. What do you, um, what do you do? Do you like people around or? Uh, so like all the past out, al- actually not Midnight Memories, but all the past albums, I just mean four. So with four, I like made all my friends listen to it. And I think like, at the same time that I was listening to it at first, and I think mm-hmm. I might hold off doing that just because I think I'll get, like, at least, like, one listen through the entire thing before I start showing people because I think, like you said, I like just listening to it and, like, really, like, letting it sink in, and I get really frustrated when people, like, talk over it and just, like, please respect mm-hmm. this silence, um, so, yeah. and, like, um, with, the One Direction, like, how they've been releasing songs, like, kind of sporadically and just, like, at random times during the day. Um, I haven't always been in my room, so I can't, like, be in silence, but I still want to listen, so I've been, like, listening, mm-hmm. like, actually, I think, like, four or three songs, like, in public in my school's, like, cafe type thing. Um, mm-hmm. So, like, it's kind of um, not as fun because you kind of have to contain your, like, just jamming-ness, I guess. Um hmm so, um, I don't know. I think it'd be fun to just, like, uh, like be listening to it by myself, but also, like, texting you. I think that's, like, why texting is great, because, like, you can be listening, but you also can be, like, communicating with someone, so. Yeah, um, it, is, it is sometimes nice to, like, live text listening to mm-hmm. it, being like, oh, my God, this is what I'm thinking right now. Or even just getting that. Like, I love, like, if either of us has li- listened to the song first, we get to sort of see the other person's reactions play yeah. out. Um. Which is very fun. And maybe mm-hmm. if we do that for this album, we can post some of our Twitter, our tw- uh, not Twitter, um, what's it called? Text. Text reactions to yeah. each other on, on the, on the, geez, I cannot talk on the Twitter. <laughs> Too hard to talk. Um, but uh, what do you think, based on like the song titles or songs that you're really kind of going like, I really need to hear that one. Like, I'm really looking forward to that one. Or based on like what the boys have said about them. I know they've been, 
um, releasing clips on YouTube, sort of giving explanations to each of the songs. And I've only listened to the explanations of the songs that I've heard because I know they're going to be talking about songs yeah. that I've heard and playing little clips in the background. And I don't want to hear any of those little clips. Yeah. Um, but are there anything that that's making you really curious? What what songs? Um, so I haven't listened to, I haven't watched any of those videos of them explaining it either, which I'm really excited to do after I listen to the album. But, um, Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm pretty excited about Hey Angel because, like, Harry's always been, like, has been tweeting about it for so long that I think it's gonna be, like, really interesting to, like, hear his tweets in, like, the actual song. Um. Yeah. And also, I think Temporary Fix, because I think that might be Niall's favorite song, um, Mm -hmm. is gonna be, I think that's gonna be cool. And I think it's always interesting to, like, listen to, like, what the boys' favorite songs are. Um, also Mm -hmm. Wolves, just because of the title and everyone knows, or you might not know, but I love Wolves. So, um, I want (laughs) to see like, you know, how they portray Wolves in this, in this context. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully it'll be a positive portrayal or, or, or Olivia might, oh my God. (laughs) What's going on? I first first called you Rebecca. I called you Olivia. It's because I'm looking, (laughs) I'm looking at the song Olivia. Um, wow Kara wow this is so bad I usually never mess up names like oh but I did this now recently to you twice it's okay what was I saying Um, I said oh or Kara Kara might never you know listen to One Direction again if they they screw over the wolves yeah it's just like me like picketing like outside their studio with like pictures of wolves and like just (laughs) like Harry would do for SeaWorld um but me against them and the wolves so yeah, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm super excited about Hey Angel too. I really wish Harry wrote on it, but um, obviously he seems super excited about it, and I'm hoping he has like maybe he leads the chorus or something. I'm picturing a song in my head, and it'll be really interesting to see how that song then like gets portrayed. Like you know how you picture things, and then maybe if you read a book and you see it, and then you see the movie, and it's like different yeah. than what you pictured. Mm, that's like, I don't know. I'm not really going off of a lot on with this song, just like the title and like what Harry's tweeted, but I sort of have this like vibe in my head. So it'll be interesting to compare it to that, you know? Yeah. And also um, I feel like um, people's tweets about the songs have sort of, I'm trying not to like read them slash trying to just like blend them together. So I don't remember which song goes to which tweet, but um, I feel like it's interesting to like hear people's opinions. So I'm excited for like when the actual album, album comes out to like have everyone tweeting yeah. it. I've definitely been avoiding all people like on I haven't really been on Tumblr because there was the live listening sessions um, where fans got to hear um, there was different locations you could go to where you got to go sit in I think it was a movie theater and listen to the album while they played um, different like behind the scenes clips of One Direction which I hope they um, release that at some I point because that seemed really cool. Yeah. But I know there were people recording bits and then some of the songs have leaked and so people have heard the album and they've been putting quotes up and all this type of stuff and putting co- their own commentary on the album. But I'm someone who like doesn't want to read someone else's opinions or doesn't want to see a lyric printed without having heard it at all first by myself and like allowed myself to form my own opinions. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it's so hard being <laughs> on all these social media where like all the One Direction fans have listened, which is great if that's what you want to do. But I really don't want to do it. And so it sucks seeing all these spoilers. Yeah. Um, and it's, like, very interesting because uh, I think I screenshotted this. Um, a couple of people that I follow on Twitter um, have been or did a, like, poll. You know how you can do polls on Twitter? Um, and mm-hmm. seeing, like, how many um, 
people like listened to the album compared to how many people didn't and it was actually like I was so surprised because um okay so I found one um this is from Lucy Loves Louie or Luckle or Lukely um and out of um, 1,278 votes, only 15, 15% said they had listened to, um, Made in the AM yet, and then 85% said no. So that's, like, a huge majority. Um, yeah, that's that's, really good. Yeah, it's, like, very interesting. And I know I saw another one that was, like, 60-30, so, like, Mm. definitely, I feel like the majority of people are not listening, which Yeah, which I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, but, like, maybe we're all sort of, we've seen how, like, the boys don't like that as much, and, like, this is the last album. I don't know. I don't know the reasoning behind it, but um, it's yeah. definitely interesting. And, like, maybe perhaps that, that percentage of people, some of them went to the listening thing. Yeah, exactly. They heard it, you know, in a legal way, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, some other songs I'm interested in hearing are uh, Never Enough, and I don't know who mm. commented on this, but I know they commented on it saying it was a good one or one that they they were proud of and excited about. Um, and then Olivia as well, because Harry wrote on that one, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I always like to see what he comes up with because Mm. he's written a lot of songs on that and the songwriting website, but we don't get to see them all. So yeah, it's nice to see a song written by him. And I think only, I don't know, maybe two other people have written on it or something where, so it might be more like rather than having like 10 people writing a song, having Mm -hmm. a more intimate group, um, means that each person obviously contributes more. yeah i'm interested about that one and then am too just because it finishes the album and it's sort of like what they're leaving us with so obviously that one is one that they put there for a reason and like the ordering of the songs is really important in the album and that's sort of what they're like leaving us with Mm -hmm. so i'll be interested to hear that one as well Mm. yeah um and then also we want to just say to our listeners um that now that the album is going to be coming out and next episode we're going to start like to talk about everything all the songs that have come out and like analyzing different songs and and just our reactions to the album as a whole we want to really discuss the album in a way that would be best for you as well I think we've sort of talked about um doing obviously initial reactions I've been thinking in terms of planning the episode about like having us do rankings of songs, maybe like t- top five songs, like least favorite songs or, you know, giving an order or like mm-hmm. giving the songs like a one through 10 sort of rating. Um, do you have thoughts about how you want to do that or, or whatever, Kara? I like what you've said so far, because I think it's going to be really hard to like try to cover like 17, what, 17 songs like in one yeah. episode. So I think we're definitely going to do like song by song things like later on. Um, yeah. to, like, get more in-depth with that, but I think we definitely just want some, like, maybe advice or just, like, some, um, input on, like, how you think would be the best way to, like, do an entire album recap, um, in yeah. one episode. so definitely write in. Write in and let us know. And for also, because as we've done in the past, like, the in-depth song discussions, um, for different songs, let us know which songs you want us to target first, and that's what we'll do. Uh, obviously we want to do um ones that you think are important so yeah let us know because 17 songs means like 17 episodes although we have analyzed like three or four of them already um Mm, true but yeah 
Okay, so we decided not to do the history um, analysis just because it's already been an hour and we want to, because history is such an important song, especially for the fandom, we really want to dedicate our time to it. So that one will be coming after because we've already analyzed the song and I think we have a really good discussion for it. Um, But we decided to do just sort of like a quick um, little um, segment. Kara, do you want to explain it? Yeah, so I found this... um Twitter, what is it called? Twitter account. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And it's called at 1D questions for like the number four and you like the letter U. Um, And they, um, I don't know if they're active currently, but they used to like put all these like One Direction questions. And I think we've done um, a few of them like a really long time ago. So, you know, we're just bringing it back and like TBT. Um, So (laughs) we're just going to do some questions and just have a little discussion. Yeah, sounds fun. This is more laid back. We haven't prepared for it, so this is off the cuff, guys. Get yep. ready for this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so first question, Kara, what is it? The first question is, Little White Lies or Little Black Dress? So, like, which one do you like better? This is a hard one for me because, as you know, I don't really like either of the songs. Oh, man. <laughs> that much. No, I don't mind... I don't mind the songs. I just don't like necessarily the... They're a little bit anti-feminist to me, which, you know, bugs me a little bit. But mm. um, <clears throat> I think I would have to go with Little Black Dress over mm. Little White Lies. I used to sing it, what is it, Beady White Eyes yeah. <laughs> rather than Little White Lies. <laughs> I, would, I would change the lyrics. Um, but that would be an interesting song discussion to actually compare those two songs in the future because I know when Midnight Memories came out, those two songs, we did have discussions about what the meaning behind them was and whether or not we agreed with some of the lyrics, what they were, what like message they were sending. So that would be an interesting discussion. Yeah, both of those, I think, especially because the names sort of line up, obviously. Yeah, or we could do what Little White choose? Lies, Little Black Dress, and Little Things, you know, just all the Ooh. littles. Um, Because I could see some parallels, too. too. That might be a little too much, but it'd it'd be interesting. Um, (laughs) Little too much. Oh, wow. I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Uh, What would you choose, Kara? Um, So I have to, I mean, okay. So I don't love the lyrics of Little White Lies, but I have to admit it is a jam. But I think that the, like, how different Little Black Dress was, that, like, it just, like, hit me. And I was like, this is so like, different than One Direction, like, what One Direction had done. Um, this was from mm. Midnight Memories, right? Yeah. Yeah, so it was just, like, so different. It was so different than anything on the album, anything they had ever done, and it was just, like, very old school, and I really liked it. Um, and for that reason, I think I'll have to go with a Little Black Dress. Yeah, I think, um, Little, I mean, Midnight Memories in general was a very much transition album where they became less poppy and more like rocky yeah Um, and i think those songs definitely show that i think there's big electric guitars and stuff in in little black dress yeah like i don't know different different things where it's more rocky yeah yeah okay how about second question moments or 18 um what would you say oh my god I'm really nervous for this one um I'm just I'm gonna um share a hashtag unpopular opinion or 1d unpopular opinion and I'm not prepared um okay I'm just gonna say it because you know it's gonna come out one way or another um moments 
isn't one of my favorite songs. It might be one of my least favorite songs, if I'm going to be quite honest. Um, wow. Yeah. It, I, that, that, was, that um, was, you know, harboring in my soul for a while, and I think it had to be free, um, finally. Wow. Um, yeah, a weight was lifted off my shoulders, I think. But I think the lyrics are so beautiful and sad, but I just, for something, something about that song, just kind of, I don't know, it just, like, doesn't sound great to me. For some reason, I really do not know why. Like, you know how some songs you just, like, Yikes. don't jive with? I know. I'm sorry. It's like... Yeah. I mean, don't worry. I throw down a lot of One Direction songs. I mean, Illusion? Like, how many times have I said negative things about that song? Yeah. Like, it's okay, Karen. Don't worry. We'll stand by you I still. just feel like that moment is, like, a real classic and, like, everyone loves it. But I'm yeah. kind of... You know, if there's a... Like, a... <laughs> what's it called? Like, an angry mob. Like, I understand. Do not worry. Like, <laughs> I... Like, understand and appreciate your anger because I don't know I think it's a classic and I think it's like a very iconic mm-hmm. One Direction song but something about mm-hmm. it and on the flip side 18 I just really love it I love how it sounds um I just think I don't know it's just like an interesting song like mm-hmm. vocally and musically I don't know I just for me I like it more um what about you I mean, both of these are written by Ed Sheeran. Yeah. So I think that's sort of the comparison. It would be interesting to throw little things in there as well, because mm-hmm. he also wrote that one. Um, but I don't know. I do remember listening to moments again and again, and, like, you know, there was definitely different meanings going about that seemed deeper to me and trying to understand, like, what the message was of the song. So that was interesting. But I don't know. But, I, again, 18... Even though I love Ed Sheeran's writing, it didn't strike me so much because, I don't know, it, it just, I, I guess it was because it was, it was kind of a more personal song, but it wasn't coming from the boys personally, so it seemed a bit like an imposter song. I don't know. <laughs> but I do, <laughs> I do quite like 18, especially, mm. I think what would push me over the edge to 18 would be the live performance of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think they sung it so well live. I mean, we had the whole Nile with his chants. And oh, wait, Harry yeah, just... I forgot about that. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's where that's one. from. Uh, and Harry singing this live got really into it. So mm. I definitely like the live performance better than the studio version for 18. So I'm going to go 18 as well. Oh, interesting. And also, like, have you seen those vines of, like, Harry, like, jamming out and, like, clearly not really on beat, but like, he's really trying to, like, go hardcore to 18, and the, like, captions I are, like, been. like when you're trying to go, like, um, hardcore and, like, the song's not, like, feeling it or something. That's definitely not what the caption was, but, like, that's, like, the general <laughs> idea. Yeah, because 18's a more slower song, but, like, he yeah. goes so, like, intense into it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think I'd say 18. Mm-hmm. Okay, All the right, next so. one. Oh. <laughs> no, you know, I was waiting for you. I, mean, I was waiting for anything. you. God, the amount of times that this go. happens. Okay, anyway. We need, to, like, we need to coordinate this better. I don't know how. We just have to become one with our mind. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, so the next one is, what makes you beautiful or one thing? Ooh, this is a tough one, too. I These mean, are all tough. It's also hard because these ones are both before I was a One Direction fan. So mm. I don't have, like, specific memories of, like, them coming out way back in the early stages. Mm-hmm. You know, I listened to them, uh, obviously, after they'd been out for over a year, I guess. Um, oh, yeah, that's true. Uh, so uh, there's not... I don't know. I mean, what what makes you beautiful always has, like, a really... Just, like, uh, a very, like, 
vibe. No, what am I even saying? Like a like a <laughs> reminds me of the past type of thing. Obviously, mm-hmm. one thing does as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I might just go with what makes you beautiful mm. because it is a classic. I mean, again, we haven't talked about necessarily the message of it. <laughs> yeah. But I do have um, good memories when I interned once uh, while I was still in high school at an elementary school uh, at my local elementary school. Um, some of the younger kids and I at recess stood in a circle and we were all singing it together. And it was just so interesting to see how someone who was 18 at the time and then, you know, these little five and six year olds were singing What Makes You Beautiful. And like we both knew the lyrics and it was like making us happy and making us feel good. And like just it was positive vibes, despite like what the message of the song might actually be. I think every time I listen to it, I I take in a good message and like I feel better and like I don't know and it was just sort of this weird connection that I have. So that that definitely brings me good memories thinking of that song. So I'd go with that one. Yeah, I think I have to agree and go with what makes you beautiful just because like the history attached to it and just mm-hmm. I think that's like um, it just like so crazy how like I went from. Um, kind of making fun of One Direction and being like, what is this? And then, like, making fun of that song and then, like, loving that song and that song being such, like, a iconic moment and, like, iconic, yeah. like, listening to it and just, like, feeling all the feelings and, like, getting first into them and, um, you know, listening to it. when Whenever it comes on in the car and we just, like, turn up the music or the volume really loud and just, like, jam out to it, it's never not going to be a jam. Like, it never will be, like... I mean, it never won't be. Yeah, never won't be. Yeah. Um, and if you hear those first lines if you're listening to the radio. You hear the mm-hmm. bum, bum. Yes. You're like, yes, this yeah. is One Direction. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, blast it. Turn it up. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Yeah. And so I just good. can't wait for it to, like, be on, like, the, like, hits of the, like, the oldies, like, when we're adults oh and, like, it comes on and we just, like, blast it. And I'm just, like, I'm really excited to just, like, be in my minivan with my um, 12 dogs um and just blasting it and blasting it it's so weird to think of that like that this music is going to be the oldies when we're older you know mm-hmm. and like, and, like i always like gonna... yeah i always see like people talking about like like especially i think um pictures of harry like how like he looks like he's from a different time sometimes that makes him sound like mm-hmm. he's from like the 1700s i meant like the 80s and 70s mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but but yeah i think that it's going to be interesting like you know how a lot of people like these days are like oh um like, I was born in the wrong era, like, you know, I love the Beatles mm-hmm. so much, um, it's gonna yeah. be interesting to, like, see if, like, that's the same thing, and, like, people, like, um, people are like, oh, I was wrong, born in the wrong era, like, I, I love One Direction so much, like, I think that'd be so cool. Uh-huh. That's so strange to think yeah. about. Mm-hmm. It's, like, also, like, the people who are adults that are famous now, like, you look at the Rolling Stones, or, yeah. like, um, I don't know, different artists that are, like, adults, but obviously still really famous, they yeah. were, like, 40 years ago or whatever, when, like, our parents were young. Yeah. Like, they they were, like, young as well. And they looked young. And they were just, you would know, they were, like, our Taylor Swift or One Direction. Yeah. So, like, when we're that age, there's some of the people. Taylor Swift is still going to be around, I'm sure. Like, yeah. But it's going to be weird because she's going to be an adult. And we're going to be an adult. And they're, like, adults. And there's going to be, like, younger people doing music. It's, like... It's like thinking of Disney shows and like now I was, we were flipping through the channels and I saw Disney, the Disney channel the other day mm-hmm. and it was like shows I'd never seen. Like I don't know any of the actors, actresses. It seems so young and weird and I'm so yeah. removed from it. But like at one point that was my era and like I watched all those shows and yeah. I was really into it. It just, 
I mean, that happened quicker because, like, the transition out of Disney is different, but, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, especially, like, looking at the actors and actresses, like, and they were at one time, um, like, on Disney. Like, they were older than you or the same mm-hmm. age, and, like, you look now and they're literally, like, infants, and it's just weird. It's crazy. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah. So, so weird. Um, okay, let's do the last question. Okay. If you could choose any 1D song that wasn't a single to get a music video, which one would you choose? Okay. Um, as usual, I'm indecisive and went with three. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I don't think these are going to be surprising, but I think that I would choose No Control, Girl Almighty, and Act My Age. And... Um, here are my envisions for them, or my visions for them. <laughs> um, so for No Control, I remember there was, like, an amazing fan video for this, and I'm going to link that, this on our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com. Um, and it was just, like, them, like, going on, like, a secret mission, and it was really intense, it was really fun, and I would have loved to see that, like, in real life. And just No Control, it's, like, a fan favorite, it's, like, one of the boys' favorite songs, like, I think it would just be in a really great song to have a music video for. I think music videos in general, like, I love music videos that are, like, two songs that are, like, upbeat. I think they're just, like, more fun for me. Um, Mm -hmm. And then Girl Almighty, I think, would have been cool because maybe they could have, like, gotten fans involved. Um, And then Act My Age, I think, is just, like, I can just imagine them, like, all on a pirate ship and just, like, dancing around and just, I think... That would have been the greatest music video Yeah, like, ever. I could don't... could have done another best song ever. Yes. Like, that that type of music video fits so well for that song. Like, there yeah. could have been a plot. It could have been, like, ridiculous, and they could have, like, been, like, these weird pirates. I don't know what the plot would be. You'll have to get back to me, but... Harry could bring back his pirate earring. Yes! Oh, my God. And his bandanas. Yeah. Damn it. God like, dang it. I know. <laughs> Uh, what well, never will be. Well, okay, so no. what did you choose? Um, I chose um, Girl Almighty as well mm-hmm. for similar reasons. I thought it would be cool to get the fans involved. I know artists tend to do some singles that have, like, fans involved. or I know, like, Taylor Swift has done it. Little Mix has done it. Um, a lot of artists have done it where they have, like, stories of fans or whatever. Um, I think that could have been really cool. And then um, Strong, because I really oh, like that song. Mm. And I think, I don't know, I think it could have just been a really beautiful music video. Um, it, like, reminds me of, um, it would have been interesting if they'd done, like, Story of My Life, the music video, but to Strong. I think that mm. could have fit as well. Yeah. I'd like to, like, put that music to Strong, because I think it has sort of a similar familial feeling, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but something like that, where it's just all about, like, bringing strength from the people around you and stuff. hmm Yeah, so I would have chosen those ones. Um, I like that segment. I think we should do more of those. Yeah, that was fun. And, like, feel free to write in and just send us your questions because I think that would be fun. Yeah, definitely. Because, you know, when you have a little bit of time and we don't want to stop the episode, it's good to do a short little segment like yeah. that. Yeah. All right, let's move on to feedback. Um, last week we asked what people's favorite part of the On the Road Again um, tour was or their favorite moment because that's what we talked about on last week's episode. And um, at Sarah underscore Marie underscore 67, I don't know why, but every time I say her Twitter handle, my like the way I speak goes really weird. Like I feel like my <laughs> accent or something. I'm like, at Sarah, I'm like, I'm not right, I'm not right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> but yes. Um, anyways, she said that Harry's poutine rant was her favorite part. And I went back and rewatched this video. I'd seen it before, but this is when he's in, uh, when the boys were in Canada. Mm -hmm. um, you can literally just Google Harry's poutine rant and it'll come up. <laughs> but it was um, the moment. Poutine is like fries with gravy and cheese and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but it's it's a Canadian dish. But he was talking about, he was naming as he likes to do his favorite parts of being in Canada or wherever he he is and he like named he was like number one poutine number two poutine number three poutine and anyways he kept going on and as it built up he talked about like the fans and maple syrup and like like moose and I don't know poutine and it was like this huge rant where it was just hilarious um and everyone should go watch that I've so never that seen the video I've only ever seen it transcribed which is like a big huge mistake on my part so I'm gonna go do that you you really need to watch the video because he gets so into it and it's almost like overdone where you're like okay Harry like it's too many times you need to stop it's embarrassing at this point <laughs> oh my God. But like he just he's just so enthusiastic he just like keeps going where it's like all right you know what no he's into it like let's keep let's keep this going like come on let's go yeah um, <laughs> um but uh, I have a I, question I really like that yeah um so I know you're like kind of picky in a lot of the foods you like but do you like poutine because you come from Canada and I just think I don't know I just can't imagine you eating it but I'd like to know what do you mean I'm picky? Am I a picky eater? <laughs> I don't know if you're trying to joke right now or not. Um, Wait, honestly, do you think I'm a picky eater? I mean, like, not, like, very picky, but, like, um, I don't know. I mean, you'll go to, like, some different restaurants, but I think, like, consistently, like, we go to, like, you know, like, Italian or, like, American um, I don't okay, know. I, I like Thai food, although that's I order true. the same thing. I think what it is is that, like... I mean, sometimes sometimes you're, like, in that mood to, like, try new things. And sometimes I'll do that with you guys because, like, I'll be like, okay, we're going to a new restaurant. Like, yeah. let me just, like, try this out. Or, like, if you're with people you don't know and you sort of, like, have to go to a restaurant and try <laughs> things out or something. Yeah. But I do really – I like I like consistency a lot. Yeah. <laughs> which, um, like, I don't like change. You probably know that about me. Mm -hmm. But, like, I like ordering the same things and, like, not trying new things because I know what I like, you know? Yeah. And I'm, like, really bad at making decisions. So, yes. like, that's why if I like something, like, it, it's good to just stick with it. Um, but, yeah, no, I definitely – I've had poutine before. It's good. I mean, I like gravy. I like cheese. I like fries. Mm. Um, it's definitely good. I like poutine. I haven't had it too much. Like, even when we go to Canada, usually it's something that, like, you'd get more, like, at a fast food type place or, like, Tim Hortons or something. Mm. Um and, like, we're not necessarily always eating there. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's good. Do you like poutine? Um, I had it, like, two different ways. I had it with, like, um, like red sauce, like Italian sauce, which was, like, kind of weird. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I had it with gravy also. Um, it was, like, it was okay, but it, like, wasn't my fave dish. And, like, I'm not, like, dying mm -hmm. to go back. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good. Um, I could see how people like it. But I don't think, like, you know, in general, it's not my fave. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, in England, when I was there this past summer, they would have fries with just cheese on it. And I, I mean, that's not poutine, but that was pretty good. And I got used to that, which was weird because like sort of every pub had that as an option, which you don't get that in the US. Like yeah. cheese on fries isn't a thing. So it's very interesting to see like what are traditions in other countries that are yeah. sort of the norm there. But like you go there and you're like, oh, this is a thing. That's cool. Mm -hmm. 
I guess I also don't like fish, so that, like, cuts off a huge side of food as well for me. I yeah. don't eat fish. But I remember, I tried that piece of sushi one time. Remember when you took Olivia and I out to sushi? That was disgusting. Did I really I just it. take you and Olivia? No, Minnie was there. I think. Okay, I was going to say, like, what was I thinking? Like, was I trying to, like... <laughs> I'm better than Olivia, at least. She only eats, like, five things. That's very true. You did try. You tried your best. Um, you didn't succeed, but you always tried. <laughs> it was gross. Caitlin got like half okay. a bite in and it it wasn't pretty. I put the whole thing in my mouth. Oh, yeah. Are you kidding me? It was so gross. I'd also just eaten that soup. What is that called? Miso that she didn't like. Miso soup. And I didn't like that either. It was too salty for my taste. Mm. But <clears throat> I do like Thai food a lot. Thai food's good. And oh, I like, it is really good. I mean, American Chinese food, which isn't the same thing, but I like yeah. that. And yeah. Italian yeah. and vegetables and fruit. Now now I just need to like defend my eating habits. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm very I'm very like stick with what I know because like I feel like whenever I try something new and it's terrible, then I'm like, you know what, Kara, you should just always like eat the like the one thing you eat at every restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Reinforcing like eating the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, okay, let's move on to yeah. recommendations. <laughs> After that nice side little conversation. Thanks, <laughs> thanks Sarah, for like leading us down that road. That was a nice conversation. You can mm-hmm. know about our diets or whatever. <laughs> um, but our recommendations of the week, mine and probably partially Kara's as well, or totally Kara's. I don't know what you've chosen as your recommendation. But the Little Mix album came out. Um, it's called Get Weird. And it came out on last Friday. Um, what day was that? The 6th or the 7th? Um and it's incredible. And I figured this was related to One Direction because the boys have been supporting Little Mix. And I know Liam tweeted about their album, though he didn't link it, which was a little bit unhelpful. Yeah, what the heck, but Liam? Yeah. Yeah, so it's just an incredible album. What do you think of the album, Kara? Um, it's honestly amazing. And that's what my recommendation for this week was going to be, too. So um, <laughs> it's just going to be a joint recommendation. Yeah. So, like, definitely go listen to it. It's, like, it's so incredible. Like, not only is, like, interesting and, like, they do... Like, I remember um, you tweeted, like, a week or two ago about Lightning. And you were saying how, like, Little Mix keeps on doing, like, interesting new things with pop music. And I think that's so true. Because, mm-hmm. like, they bring in elements of, like... Um, like the 80s and even the 50s and like R&B like 90s R&B and then they throw it and like make it modern and it's just so incredible and their voices are so cool and like the lyrics are awesome um what are your Mm -hmm. favorite like songs off the album like just to give a few um sort of my favorite ones which I've listed are OMG Secret Love Song Part 2 Hair Get Weird Adidas or Adidas or A D I D I A S. How do you think it's pronounced? Um, I just say Adidas because I'm oh, like Adidas, un-American, okay. so you know. Uh, and then Grown as well. Mm. I really like those ones. Um, I, I mean, they're all so good, and they I love are. like how they definitely like mix it up. They do some that are like the end is completely acapella. Yeah, they have ones that are like super, um, like super acoustic, and then they have ones that are very techno and like synth and this and that so it's it's definitely like a mix but it's so cohesive sounding and it's just such an interesting sound it's not like everyday blah pop or whatever it definitely like they're bringing new things to pop which is so cool it is so cool like oh my god they just need so much more recognition than they get um yeah yeah um what would you say are your favorites i think adidas is definitely one of my favorites just because it's very cheeky and like i love when um like 
song titles slash just like songs in general are really like really like sneaky about like innuendos and stuff um and I love weird people um I love I definitely do love hair um I need to like get mm-hmm. the rest of them I obviously love secret love song part two I made the mistake of listening to that in public and like uh, like while I was walking to my friend's house and I was like tearing up and like crying and I was like okay oh, Carrie, you gotta you gotta pull it together <laughs> um yeah but yeah, it's just like so crazy, like how many different emotions. My voice cracked. How many different emotions like mm-hmm. this this album can like put you through? Because it's just like it just goes from like have you having you crying to like having you like just dancing around your room, and it's just like great. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It was like half of it makes you want to cry. It's like yeah. heartbreaking, like intense, deep, like painful emotion. Yeah. And then the other one's like, I'm girl power and like, yeah. I'm going to be like, I'm a woman and I'm strong and yeah. this and that. And it's like the totally other vibe, but it's both of them like so strong, mm-hmm. such strong, strong lyrically, strong musically, yes. like the harmonies is just so incredible. Yeah. Um, so yes, we should just start like a little mix podcast you know there's yes to say um i'd be kind of definitely go listen to that Mm, and then you don't have another recommendation right um no i think i'm just gonna stick with that all right so let's move on to tweet of the week my tweet of the week comes from felicity who is um louie's little sister felicity tomlinson or um fizzy i think they call her um but she tweeted It's so ridiculous when people claim to be feminists and then find any reason to label a girl a slut, etc. Do you call a guy that when they use their freedom of choice and do what they want with their body? Um, I just liked both of these because you can tell how much she cares about this issues and she's knowledgeable about it. And I've seen her her say a couple of these types of things before. Um, And she's what, like 15 maybe? Like she's quite young. 14? I don't even know. Mm. She's very young. Mm -hmm. And... Um, to be saying these things in such a public way, because like she obviously has hun- like thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands of followers on Twitter. Um, I don't know. I think it's really cool of her to say that, uh, and I definitely agree with what she has said. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah. So I have two. My first one is from Louis, and they're talking, or he was talking about history, and he just put a bunch of emojis to um, like. Uh, what's the word? Show, like, that little, like, breakdown part when he's talking about, like, expensive beer. I forget. What the heck? Like, um, like, good <laughs> no, no, champagne. It's a, that kind of thing. Yeah, mini bars, expensive yeah, cars, that's what hotel it is. rooms, and new I, tattoos. Yeah, I was trying to, like, decode this right now and, like, try to remember them, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I think it's just, like, really cute. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's great that they made the new emojis and included the champagne bottle because then he let, like, it let him do this, so, um, Shout yeah. out to Apple. I thought that was so funny. It was so cute. Like, and then and then the tweet he said after that, where he's like, "I did a really good job with the emoji. Yeah. I'm like really proud of myself or something." And yeah, I was like, that was I'm so proud cute. of you too, Louis. Good job. Yeah. And then my other one exactly. was um, Niall talking also about history, and he said, "Actually, at Julian Bullion, who is Julian Panetta." Um, and I brought some fans into the studio to record the chorus like a crowd vocal. So this song is really yours. And that made me tear up. And, um, it, like, that's just so cute. And we'll get into talking about history at some point um, in later episodes. But I think that just, like, with the, like, message of the song and just, I think that's, like, awesome they were able to do that. Yeah, definitely so cool to get the fans involved. Yeah. Because that one is for the fans. Mm-hmm. 
for sure. So our question of the week this week, going forward into listening to the album, is what's your favorite song off the album? I mean, we're going to all hear it in the next two days. You may have heard it already. Write in, let us know what your favorite song of the album is and why, because next episode, we want to hear your opinions so we can talk all about the album. And then just some general feedback and suggestions is always open for us. Anything you want us to discuss or opinions or news stories, feel free to write in with your stories or your experiences. And then, as we said earlier, suggestions for how you want us to discuss the album release. Should we do top tens? Should we do rankings? You know, how do you want us to discuss them? And then what song analyses do you want us to do? Um, I think we're probably going to end up getting to all of them throughout the break, but how, you know, which ones do you really want us to do um, sooner rather than later? Yeah, that'd be great um, to know. Yeah, so thank you so much for listening to episode 21 of Talk Direction. Make sure to go to Twitter and follow us at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Visit our website for our show notes and all the links for things that we've talked about on the show at talkdirection.tumblr.com. Um, we also have an Instagram now, and that's just Talk Direction, which you can go follow. And then you can also follow us individually on Twitter. I'm Caitlin I.R. Foster, and that's C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can they find you? I'm Kara underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And then you can also go over to iTunes and rate and review us or subscribe. And if you subscribe, you'll get the new episode every week as soon as it comes in, and you'll get notified on your phone or on your computer, and you'll be able to listen to it right away. And then also, if you don't like iTunes, you can listen on SoundCloud, and that's another way you can get the episode. Um, I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time for episode 22 with the album release. Bye. Bye.